You know how long I've been waiting to drop this hammer. You're just going to sit there like a turd in the toilet, waiting for him? I'm not going to shoot you in the face. Who are they leaving? Maybe they got what they came for. The most uh, realistic part of the episode was the cat did what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Not, and the funny thing is, too, in Spanish. <laughs> you were too busy dancing around at the end because you saw a helicopter. Right. You're like a two-year-old with a, with a mural. It's just like, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> what, a, what a weird analogy, but I like it. <laughs> No, the first, we, we've done this show enough that the, as soon as I saw the helicopter, the first thing I thought was, "Ooh, Mrs. Miles is gonna love that." Well, here the thing is, in *Fear the Walking Dead*, it's not that big of a deal due to the fact that helicopters have been throughout the *Fear of the Walking Dead*, whereas in *The Walking Dead*, there's been no helicopters until the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, the helicopters appeared up here and there, and yeah, and here and there. So. Um, and I can almost name off every single helicopter scene. Hello to all the geek enthusiasts, nerd aficionados, and deadheads. We are back for another TV Talks 3Rs podcast. It's especially a 3Rs podcast when you have to talk about The Walking Dead because then you just go... Um, it's uh, it's react, react, recap, and review. That's what we do is we talk about our, some of our favorite episodes of our favorite TV shows. And just chit chat and talk about them. This is a spoiler cast, so if you haven't watched the episode and you don't want to be spoiled, it may be a good time to turn this off. Go watch the episode and come back because you can listen to this on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or just head over to our our website that hosts everything, and that is malice-corp.com. You can see it written below if you're watching this on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash malicecorp, or on YouTube at the Malice Corp channel. So, now that I've gotten all that out of the way, let's talk about what uh, who's here on the cast to talk about the Fear of the Walking Dead with you. You have me, Mess5150, along with me. You also have, because I, I want to get her, like, just up and going, because we can tell how much energy she's got flowing yeah. tonight. Give her some uh, pixie sticks. Mrs. Malice joins us on the cast. How are you? I am great. Happy. Yeah. Spirit <laughs> fingers. Bring it. Bring it. Uh, <laughs> okay. We also Night have. Uh, <laughs> we also have Icy Zora with us on the cast. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. I just finished watching this episode about an hour ago. It's gonna be something we talk about. And Jack Malice, our producer, joins us in the chat room, which we record this live. So what you should be doing is checking out twitch.tv forward slash Malice Corp. I'm not going to give you a time because right now it's going to be jumping all over the place on when we were. Yeah, exactly. So you should just come follow the channel. That way, when you see a notification that says we're going live, you can come interact with us and tell us all your stupid dad jokes that you have for the episode, just like all the stupid dad jokes that we have for the episodes as we go along. So um, when we giggle about uh, blockage and <laughs> other stuff. Or the so, lost children of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but 
we go scene by scene, talk about what happened, give our reactions, give our thoughts, give our jokes if we have any, and hope that you enjoy the show and you come back for more. So let's get right into it. This week's episode, we are talking about season five, episode four, Skidmark, an entire episode named after a cat or after, <laughs> after somebody's dirty underwear. We don't know which one, but yeah. Uh, well, and I said this to you in, in pre-show chat. I could have sworn there was a previous episode called Skidmark, but uh, apparently that was just us trying to figure out why that tape was named that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely no previous episode name. Um, yeah, I, I, we I, talked I, about the cat so much in the last episode, and we're probably going to talk a lot about the cat this episode, too. Well, let's be fair. The cat was the star of the episode. Yeah. Well, we can be fair. I mean, I think what you I think what you were getting confused about that there must have been an episode prior called Skidmark is some of those episodes in the first second seasons fe- felt like something that you would just wipe your butt with because it was, it was, <laughs> it was kind of going downhill during that time. So no, I was two stars of this episode too. It's the cat and the plane. Cause... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones style. Yeah. Damn it! You took my joke. You bastard. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was the most obvious joke for that. I know, I had it set up for later, but yeah. Um, edit point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to edit somebody for, for beating me to the punch. Um, <laughs> or to the chop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's for even later. <laughs> <laughs> we're spoiling everything. Um, yeah, so we open up with, uh, we're back to Daniel Salazar. We got to skip an episode with him. He's, I haven't looked up with this music that he listened to. I usually like to do that, but uh, I have no yeah. idea what the song was. So. Well, and even Charlie was calling it out, too, and I really kind of do want to look it up at some point. But I have not done so yet, either. But you're getting, like, a day in the life of Daniel now. And it's him listening to music and sorting the, the warehouse and going out and about to, we find out... Uh, stop traps from killing people like like yeah he's got uh he's got a map like they had for when they were marking the perimeter of the the what would would we call it the uh something brigade blockade bowel bowel blockade yeah Um, he is like he's out collecting things and he's got his little sidekick which is the cat he's literally like collecting pokemon gotta catch them all (laughs) he wants to be the best there ever was yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah no it's bowel blockage by the way that's the that's the <laughs> okay. that gave it was the bowel sure. blockage um but, yeah we see him with the cat and i called that in a previous episode i was like he's kind of a dick that cat has a bell around its neck but no it turns out you know cats are probably the one domesticated animal that would really definitely survive in the zombie apocalypse because yeah. they let the zombies get close to him and cats so they pull, are- and pull them to different places Cats are jerks anyway, so it's like the yeah. bait lure thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bell attracts, and then the cat's like, don't you effing touch me. <laughs> well, and also, I know we're, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but uh, that is the best trained cat I have ever seen. Yep. I was thinking if either one of my cats could be that tool for me in the zombie apocalypse, and no, they could not. No, not my cat either. My cat would just be like, bye. <laughs> so, yeah. My cat would probably be trying to eat me. My cat would just leave. <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, Skid Marks his name, so maybe when he first got the cat, he just licked his butt and just stared at him. It was like <laughs> just dead ass in the eye. Yeah, he's just like, trying to train him. Licking my butt right now. Daniel's like, "We're gonna train you up," and the cat just kept like one leg in the air, just 
Just looking. <laughs> when they shoot that leg, you know what's coming. And in honor of Skidmark, it's. <laughs> in honor of Skidmark, it's more like. Oh, zombies. I'm out. Where did you get a bell? You, you have a bell? Oh, no, I have, I have the bell that I, used, that I used to use for the wrestling cat. <laughs> you shake it around. Excellent. Oh, my God. I mean, to be fair, I pointed out the bell around the cat's neck a couple yeah, of times. Now we know it's for a reason. <laughs> so, so yeah, we find out what Daniel's doing. He's going and he's disabling all these traps. He's got a map of where all the traps are at. Um, and it's a lonely life for him. I mean, he's counting down the days. If, if anybody could survive being that solitary, it's Daniel Salazar. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Um... Then we get back to group two of our of our episode. Uh, Mo Mo Collins' yes, brother, uh, Sarah, and mm, Daryl Chilmilchil. I can never remember the character's name. Wheels. <laughs> um, Max. Matt. Is it Max? Yeah. Max doesn't. Max doesn't sound right. Max is the is the one kid. Do we have two Maxes on Fear now? Chris Barney said Max. Max and Amy. Are we? Is that is Amy the name of Mo Collins? Character? No, no, we're, we're we're talking about the truckers. Oh, okay. The truckers, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot his name. Her name is Sarah, though. You're right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up. But the kids' names are Max and. Oh no, yeah, it's Max and no, it's Annie because I have jokes for that. Oh, Annie. Yeah, Annie. Yes. Annie. I can never forget Annie now because yeah. there's gonna be so many. Because jokes. we don't know if she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the sun will come up tomorrow. Well, exactly. That's another. That's another one that goes along with that. Um, <laughs> well, I forgot the guy's name in the wheelchair. Actually, I know. Uh, I'm looking for. I'm going to start calling. I'm going to start calling him the name of the of the wheelchair kid. In uh, it's Wendell. 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 It starts with a W. There you go. Yeah, that's close. Otherwise, I was going to start calling him the name of the wheelchair kid from the Burger King Kids. If you don't remember that, look it up. Here's a clip. Right, right over my head. <laughs> we get back to group group the the second group that we haven't seen in a while. We finally see Charlie doing something because right like this season she hasn't really done anything at all. I think she had one line maybe this season so far. Yeah, no, this but, is this is her episode to show. Her episode. Well, Charlie sneaks. Marks. Yes, yes. Charlie sneaks. That's what Charlie's good at sneaking around, and uh, that's what they keep like. I don't know if we should send her in there and just strand is just like, no, this is what she's, she, she got us good. She, right? we did, she tricked us. <laughs> she like, no, can... that's what she is for. Yeah. We, there's a scene later on where she's like detailing what Daniel should do. And you're like, Oh, you're really good at this. It doesn't matter that you're a 14 year old girl. You have experience in infiltrating zombie nests. You're good. Yeah. It's like if, if Charlie wanted to, uh, you know, Torture somebody. Daniel could be like, "Oh no, no, no! This is how you do it." <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, they're gonna do an information swap. He's gonna <laughs> bond experience, yeah, because they get the bonding of how to disable the. We'll get into that, but then you get another bonding later. He's <laughs> like, "No, no, no! You stabbed them here." <laughs> He's like, "No, you need to get the knife right behind the patella." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fingernails? Eh, they don't need toothpicks. them. What's that? I said fingernails and toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. Yeah, 
Okay, so Charlie gets stuck in the car because uh, she's running around. The cat is just like running after her. Yeah. So that cat jumped- is the best cat. Like, oh, there's an intruder. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Got to get in the trunk. Go away, cat. Go away. She, she jumps, exactly. She jumps in Daniel's car, uh, pulls a blanket over, and we get a road trip. So that was the excitement there. Buddy comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what can we, you know, we've got Cheech and Chong up in smoke. We got Daniel and Charlie. We've got literal road trip. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I was just trying to figure out a phrasing for like to go along with Dan, you know. I don't know. If you, if you guys think of a, of a theme for Danny, Danny a, and a Charlie, title, let's see. A title for the Daniel Charlie road trip film, what it would be called. Let me let us know. Blues on the road. Skid marks and, and blood stains. I don't know. <laughs> skid marks and sneaking. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky skid marks. There it is. That's it. yeah. Still not a great mental image, but still, that's that. That might be it. Yeah, it's Charlie and the road trip gang. Charlie and a different type of chocolate factory. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Damn it, that's the one. It shouldn't be the one, but that's the one. <laughs> okay. Charlie um, and the Skidmark Factory, is that where you're trying to go Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Charlie and the Skidmark Factory. <laughs> Just had to put actual phrasing to it. Um, so we get back to the to our original group that we've been dealing with the majority of the season. And Dylan is with everybody. Alicia, Morgan... Um, Luciana. Luciana. I know we always forget every time. Scott and June are out still looking. Well, they're they're out with Dwight looking for Sherry. So, um, so, we, get, so we get no Dory, no June spelled like the month, and no Dwight this episode, <laughs> which I found kind of interesting. It was like, hey, let's introduce Dwight, and we'll take him away, and we'll bring Daniel back. It's just like I, I feel like the structure of each season is what do they do? Like 10, 12 episodes per season, something like that. And it's like each main character is only contracted for eight of those. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. We have the the build up before the break and then we come back to the finale. So this is pretty much just the build up. You know. Looking to swap the D's around. So (laughs) phrasing again. Uh, (laughs) I just, I'm so happy to see Coleman Domingo again. I love that dude as an actor. He did phenomenal this episode, especially. So, um, but Dylan speaks up to the group and tells them, "Hey, I know where coordinates of where they took Al. I, this is this is where I saw them go." Which at first yeah. I thought, I thought he was like opening up, like he's cracking, he's cracking, he's he's yeah, because when you pick up a street urchin, they know exactly the quintessential information that you need. You know? Well, no, it's just it's just Luciana's so good with giving books to children and having them break down to her. Well, it's like the one book, yeah. yeah. It just takes that one book, only that book. I think there's something like there's something in the writing, or it, there's a hypnotic thing. <laughs> the kids are just there's, like, yeah, there's acid infused in the pages. <laughs> we do not condone giving acid to children. Don't do no, that. no, not do not take drug advice from a podcast. Yeah, Jack says that's wrong <laughs> on many levels, and I don't know if he's talking about the acid or something else. So I think he was uh, talking about when we were talking about the skid mark stuff. Oh, probably, probably. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Um, so they go off. Alicia and Morgan go, okay, we're going to go get Al. We, they, they 
all the care in the world. Go off. Um, we get back to Strand while Daniel and Charlie are road tripping. Road tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Again, do not give acid to children. <laughs> They're definitely tripping over some roads out there with skid marks. Yes, and well, no, the road tripping was last last week when they had the tire, uh, the tire, uh, the nail tire things for Alicia and Luciana. Yeah, the spike strips. Their car tripped to the ditch. Yeah. Like I said, this is dad jokes. I didn't see the raging. They're great jokes, people. <laughs> Why you come and join us because you can give us our your lame jokes as well in the chat room. Uh, you are so dad joking enough tonight. Yeah, where's where's Dottie? She would love that. So while they're off and out and about, um Strand tries to take the plane, which of course Strand being Strand, why not? Hey. You know, well, and and who didn't see that coming? Like, I'm gonna get one over on Daniel. Daniel's not gonna know. Yeah, but Daniel knows who Strand is. So oh, yeah. he is removed. Where did they get the flatbed? Put the uh, plane on. Wasn't it sitting on a flatbed? I don't remember. Uh, we never saw him loaded up, so I'm assuming it was sitting on the flatbed in the first place. It was sitting on a flatbed, but it didn't have a truck attached to the flatbed. It just had a, it just had the plane sitting on the flatbed. Well, it's one of the th- one of the things we saw in the opening sequence is that Daniel has essentially collected everything useful in like a fifty mile radius. So of yeah. course he has a flatbed. He has a he has a tractor trailer to hook up. No problem. Well, and that that was my con- that okay. It bugged me even more later, but when you're looking at it, it's sitting on a flatbed. It's not sitting on any type of landing gear. It's just sitting on its belly on there. That's not the type of that's not a freaking. Yeah. Harrier jet. It's not going to destroy its engines and start, blo- you know. That is not it, a usable airplane. Yeah, even even without with the 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 instruments in there, which is they don't have all the instruments because Daniel, being smart, takes them out and leaves a note for Strand that says, "I already said no." And then here's the channel that you can talk right. to me at because, uh, haha, you know. <laughs> I love that he wrote it in Spanish too. That's great. Well, we know Victor speaks Spanish. Were you gonna say Mr. Nellis? Yo D said no. <laughs> um the my thing is how how are they gonna get it off the flatbed if it's exactly That's what I'm saying, yeah. you'd yeah, have but... to I mean, I unless they can get that flatbed up to eighty eight miles an hour. What were they gonna do? What were they gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mo, Mo Collins is gonna get under one wing, so Sarah will get under one wing. And when Wendell, they'll just take him out of his chair and put his chair to hold up the other and <laughs> pull off the the yeah, that would be that would be the third wheel towards the back the tail section of the plane. Absolutely. No, I was envisioning total zombies just tying to the back of the plane, just push the back of the plane off there and be like, mush zombies. They're gonna go back to the future style and get a steam engine going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, they gotta get it up to eighty eight miles an hour. No, I- you, if you got those engines running and you push that that truck to its max, which is probably like 75, you think you might be able to get a little bit of lift and yeah. maybe off of that? But then yeah. you have to land and then you would still have to get back somehow. So that's not matter. It flies, it's not a helicopter. It doesn't fly upwards. It flies forward. So even if you got a little bit of lift off, you'd well, go right to the back of the engine. of the. Of well, the- no, I mean, yeah, you would get a lift and you would start lifting off the flatbed at which point you would be able to once you get above the cab you'd be able to speed up a little bit and kind of curve off and uh, maybe yeah i mean talking physics in this show again 
Yeah, well, it's me. What do you expect? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying. I, I'm even calling. I don't think. I don't think they'd be able to. For the amount of speed this, that this was, was never going to be a useful airplane. No, 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 it wasn't. No, it was a red herring. <laughs> Just communism. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So he calls up. He calls up uh, Daniel, and Daniel, we learn, has eyes in his back of his head because he throws. He throws Strand under the bus of like you're you're a terrible person. You hurt people. Hell, you had a child doing your work for you. Well, and- that was that was what I was thinking when Daniel was first throwing stuff into the back of his. What was that like a blazer or something? Like he saw that there was something under the blanket that he did not put there. If you, if you're living in the zombie apocalypse and you've lasted five or six years, you know exactly what everything that you have left alone looks like. So since yeah. throwing guns into the back of that truck, I was like, oh, he knows what's up. Of course yeah. he does. That sounds like he's like he's, Daniel Salazar. He's like, you can come out now. You can come out. You come out. <laughs> and Charlie just said, like, I, I, I just wanted her to be like, there's nobody here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Back here. <laughs> it's just start just start trying to be skidmark instead just be like no one here but us cats so so she gets up and they have their nice little quick moment of like yeah, I'm this, not I'm not going to hurt you this is maybe the best team up we have seen in the last season or so Salazar yeah. and Charlie are fantastic together yeah and back at the warehouse Strand decides I'm going to stay because that's what Daniel wants. And yeah, Sarah he wants says, to shoot me in the face. At least maybe he'll give the plane to the rest of you to help our other friends. Yeah. And Sarah says, uh, you know, that's just giving up. And they decide, yay, scavenger hunt. Let's go try and look for the uh, the equipment because that's what else are you going to do while you're sitting there? If you're Why did they the not immediately assume? Uh, <laughs> immediately Sorry. assume what? That it wouldn't be there? Yeah, why did they not immediately assume that if Daniel took that stuff out, that he would have taken it with him? Like, that's the first thing I thought. As soon as I saw the note where he said, I knew you would come back, blah, 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 contact me on Channel 8, I was like, oh, he brought the gauges with him. They're looking around the warehouse like maybe Daniel hid it under a blanket somewhere. If you want to talk about assuming, I immediately assume that the reason they tried to talk Strand into doing a scavenger hunt was to see if they could find more beer. Because (laughs) if they have some beer, it's going to be that warehouse. Yeah, that's a fair point. They got to do something. They were just going to sit around. I mean, but, if you're going to sit in that big ass warehouse full of all the supplies, yeah, you should take inventory. Yeah. Any thoughts, Mrs. Mouse? No, I 100% agree. Because, <laughs> like, why else would I mean? Of course, Daniel's going to take the instruments for the plane. I mean, of course, that's Daniel and. Of course, the other the truck drivers want beer because that's all they care about. Is beer. Yeah, exactly. it does yeah. seem to be their main character motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Daniel should have done like uh, like Sherry and just started making like maps for for uh, Strand to follow. Yeah, little post its here and there, like oh, now go over to the third shelf on the right, second from the top. Just, the just oh, you don't have it. Giving him answers to where he would hide it, and then each each time he gets there, just just one post note that says, "I already said no." <laughs> and the last, the very last post note says, "I'm outside the door. I'm going to shoot you in the face." Yeah, exactly. Like uh, you shot me in the face. 
So, <sighs> Dylan and Lucy have a nice little moment about the Little Prince book while Lucy realizes, I don't know if she realizes or not, but it looked like it. She realized that that thing was cut. I know she she saw that it was she was holding the rope the the wire for the the. Does she still think it just snapped? For the antenna, like the yeah. antenna? she picks it up. She's, she I didn't notice that. At it, she's picking it up and looking at it, and then she drops it, and Dylan walks over and starts talking to her about the little print. And then she says something about I need electrical tape. So yeah. So she I'm, still. I missed that whole part. So she just thought it snapped still. Then trust the little kids, man. Well, just, I mean, if you remember. The, the episode where the radio antenna tower fell down, she was like, oh, the wind must have blown it over. We didn't see any evidence of big wind in that area. There's no wind blowing. Right? At all. Yeah. You gotta remember, too, that she was pretty doped up, too, from her injury. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which leads me to believe that there was never any zombies coming after her that she was trying to shoot at. She was just Except so for all the heads we saw on the sign. Oh, they just brought those later. There was this, <laughs> she, she saw all the kids walking, and she was like, oh, zombies. Right. Yeah, the heads on the billboard were like people throwing shoes at telephone wires. They were just telling us, you know, we got some. They brought them with them. If you're around. Yeah, yeah, it was like egging a house. It was toilet. They were they were toilet papering. Is what they were doing. <laughs> I've yeah. learned now that's what they're doing. Knowing the adolescent <laughs> ages of these people, once we get to that, they were just toilet doing a toilet papering of the house, where they're just like Lord of the Flies. Yeah. <clears throat> um. We find that we found out that. Yeah, we find out that Dylan is sending them all over God's green earth or this area because he is still talking to Annie and Max and telling them what he's doing. Yeah. Now, when you find a bloodied child in a, an apparent post-zombie attack and supposedly both of his brother, you know, both of his siblings are dead, do you not like frisk him, see what he has on him? They missed that he has an entire his own radio. I mean, I get that they're kind people, but it's six years into the zombie apocalypse. Check what people have on them. Exactly. Even if they're a small child. Especially if they're a small child. That's Those are the people that are going to be used to manipulate you the most. Yep. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's talking to his siblings on the radio. and. Uh, Man, I'd be one mean person doing the zombie apocalypse. Like, there's a five-year-old. Check it! <laughs> 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 um oh, I went too different too too many different joke paths. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. One, so yeah. while that's while that's going on and they're talking, um we see the what we're assuming is the kidnapper of Al, because we've still only seen one other person besides the one that was that was killed in the first place, chopping down all the zombies. And you know they were assuming it was, it was Morgan's group, but it wasn't. They haven't been over that area at all. So it's the fearful, mysterious men in black. Rather short person, the, pad, black. the padded man in black. Because remember oh, that padded electrified. Yeah. Yes, they said maybe it's a cyborg, as a joke. Well, I was yeah, well, well, and that was the thing. Didn't somebody hold up? Uh, uh, Okay, so in the next week on the the previous for next week, uh, next, Alex, week hey, <laughs> next week on Fear the Walking Dead, um, the the tape that Al holds up did it say the Borg? Because it it seems like she's interviewing the. I don't. Know, I didn't watch the next week on. So, uh, okay, um, I'm pretty sure that the tape that she's interviewing those guys on says the Borg on it, or the Berg. 
Like maybe she was talking to. I was just saying resistance is futile. <laughs> I don't know. Um, she may be saying the Borg because of the the wires and the the black suit. So yeah, um, maybe one of them identifies himself as Locutus. <laughs> Takes off its helmet. Not it's the, the cat. New- not the cat you used to live with. Mrs. It's the new. I know, it's the I know new- where that's from too. I know where that cat got named from, but the cat made me pop in my head. Just made me think of Skidmark. <laughs> wait, wait, we're getting crossovers of Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, and then the new Picard show is gonna. gonna I know next show. Well. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's well, then, Sasha is so. Well, Fear the Walking Dead's next ch- time jump is. Thousand years in the future with Picard. <laughs> it's twenty three sixty eight with Picard at the place that I used to work, which is where that was shot. Um, zombies. Uh, the Federation would, of Zombies. Do you think the Borg would would uh, integrate zombies? I don't know whether they have enough mental function to be. I don't think they do. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be interesting. That'd be that. That's that would that. That's like, a comic. Like, could be like worker ants. Somebody should make that comic. Um, so we get Charlie and Daniel trap fixing, Batman and Robin style. <laughs> Daniel sees the trap and talks about how hard this one's going to be. And this is when Dan- when Charlie comes in and it's just like, no, you're going to do this, and then you step here, and you're going to do that, and then you're going to throw this, and you're going to use this, and you're gonna, and, and yeah, she's like. We're gonna we're gonna sneak in the back. We're gonna go to aisle two, which is where they keep the artichoke hearts. Nobody ever takes the artichoke hearts. Yeah, so nobody likes the artichoke. That's a distraction. Artichoke. Meanwhile, we're gonna have the cat out front. He's doing his job. And by the way, that cat is amazing. That cat was like, "Oh, all the zombies come to this window. Oh, I'm cute, right? Now I'm over at this window. Come over here." And that ends up not working well. Well, I mean, after she told her plan, it's unfortunate that we're in the zombie apocalypse. If she if he didn't need it later for the episode, I wish she would have grabbed his radio and just like done a mic drop on his radio. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that was um I've never been so worried for a cat because I really thought the zombies were gonna just gonna fall through the the, the glass. I kept waiting for the zombies to break the window. I kept on waiting for the gun when it was when so the the uh the machine gun starts going off when one of the zombies accidentally kind of pulls the wire that's attached to the trigger and it starts shooting out the window. And I said out loud, if they kill this cat, I'm going to be pissed. The cat's the new star of the show. Well, no, there's a tweet. There was a tweet out there. Yeah, there was a tweet out there that said, if uh, if they kill Skidmark, I honestly will stop watching the show. Like, <laughs> It's like, if, if Daryl dies, we riot. If Skidmark dies, worse. Well, because now, now we have two different animals in two different shows. Now we have Dog and Skidmark. So yes. If Dog dies, we riot. If Skidmark dies, we riot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we need a spinoff, like a Tom and Jerry spinoff of Skidmark. Dog and Skidmark. Yeah, yeah. Dog and Skidmark. Because you got so many shows popping up in the Walking Dead universe that you know there's got to be something. <laughs> They're yeah, going to get their own like, movie. Yeah, the, fifth, the, the craziest fifth. Walking Dead series ever, just done through animals. How exactly. Survive zombies. Exactly. Because <laughs> the next the next Walking Dead series is children that have only grown up in the Lord of the Flies kids. Well, not the Lord yeah. of Fights, but they said they said that series was the girls that the next series that they're working on. I think it takes place in London. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 didn't know anything but the apocalypse. That's that's the the premises is, is people like Judas Judas Age or or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember now. Um, yeah. What what's your your fifth show is going to be like a like a look who's talking now 
slash the, the animal talking. <laughs> oh, I want Bruce God. Willis to voice the cat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to run out of ideas eventually. They're just going to be like, it's going to be a horse, a cat, and a dog, and an occasional bird. <laughs> or That's a mouse. Like, mouse is like, oh, my God. The cat be like, go in there and look, see there's zombies in there. I don't want him. Go and, no, and the, I will eat you. <laughs> and the wacky weasel neighbor, voiced by Steve Buscemi. Yeah, <laughs> and and you'll have a cow that'll be part of the the, the group, and you know that's the first one dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, just based on Barnyard, that's going to be Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Well, no, they're just going to be like move faster, and he's like, I can't move faster. <laughs> His Achilles heel is just they keep telling him to move, and every time he has to say move, he says it move way too long, and it keeps slowing him down. Oh, oh. you come for *The Walking <laughs> Dead*, you get something way different. But uh... I, I know that we have had a decent cast. If I have made mess, wipe tears away from laughing. <laughs> It's sweat. I'm I'm tear. Oh, okay, oh, sure. Yes. <laughs> so I made you sweat laughing. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweat yeah. laughing. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make you sweat. Um. So we get Dylan getting a change of heart because he realizes these are really good people. They actually want to save us. They want to take care of us. So he yeah. tells Morgan, "No, don't go into the woods." Because there ain't squat there. Because we lied to you. And my mm. brother and sister aren't dead. And I, the look on Morgan's face, um, it's not quite a, a clear mo- look. It's a, he looks like he wants to beat that kid's butt rather than a I, <laughs> I, uh, Mastiff, are you willing to put a solid beep in there for a second? The, the look on Morgan's face was, are you f- kidding me right now? Yeah. 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 And like I said, he really wanted his stick at that moment because he was going to go, he was going to go to find that kid and go, I'm going to show you what a switch is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Go pick one, pick a switch. Right. No, no, no. You know, what was going through his head. He was like, where's that woman with my stick? I need my stick. Seriously. <laughs> you spent a lot of time working on that stick. He's got a new stick. Phrasing. Which I thought we were going to see grace again in this episode because the, the, the bird box, but. I guess I guess not. So I did too. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was sad that we didn't. But he sends him in the, in the direction of the, his of Max and Annie. Then we jump over to Max and Annie, see them hiding from the mysterious man in black, girl in black. Yeah, cow, cow in either black. either girl or or short, skinny dude, because that was a small person in black. Yeah, kid. Um, and we get. What I yelled about last week, going, how the hell are these beta blockers or bowel blockers or bowel blockage, whatever? I, they, they had beta blockers and bowel blockers are very different things. I know, I know, I know. It just <laughs> B and B st- popped into my head, and and I was trying to figure out what the phrasing was, and I was trying to figure out what you know what these zombies had to have taken to make their intestines so damn strong that they wouldn't snap. When the, when they, all the being pulled against them, and they lo and had behold, a solid concrete and plastic diet beforehand. Yeah, lo lo and behold, an intestine snaps, and Max and Annie fall down. Annie hurts her 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 foot, twists her ankle, and they focused very much on the fact that she dropped her gun. I feel like that's yes. going to come back in a later episode. 
which popped into my head because I said her name is Annie and I thought of old films because I'm big on pop culture. And I was like, Annie, forget your gun. Not Annie, get your gun. Annie, oh, nice. You know? Yeah. Uh, Annie yeah. Oakley style. Yeah. But the, the old film it's yeah. Yeah. It's Annie, Annie, get your gun. Annie, get your gun. Uh, we find out that Annie isn't okay. Well, she definitely wasn't okay. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> You've been hit by. You've been struck. We can't sing anymore because of property rights. Oh, I was trying to think. I was trying to think. What would you be struck by? A, a zombie. You've been struck by a bowel blockage. By <laughs> a smooth. <laughs> oh, not not smooth at that point. Smooth intestine snap. I don't. That's <laughs> no, a rough criminal coming out of you. You've been knocked by. You've been stomped by a smooth zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so we get back to Daniel and Charlie. Daniel decides he's going to take the herd his way because Charlie needs to get back to take care of people because he starts having a somewhat change of heart for everybody else, not for Strand, but for everybody else. Not for Strand. Not for Strand. Um, so he gives Charlie, you know, hey, can you drive? Go take it. Take it back to them. I'm going to I'm going to take them my way. And gets out with the the radio and just starts walking off and taking the herd a different direction because he they he just knows that. Well, and okay, so a little bit of spoilers for later on the the message that Daniel ends up giving Charlie towards the end is try you know every day is a new chance every day is is a, another chance to be better and to do it right and he keeps on he keeps on not doing that when it comes to Strand specifically with everybody else he's like you know what I'm here to help. I'm going to give you the support. You know what? I'm going to take this bullet. I'm going to lead the herd away. You go help your friends. It's just that one blockage with Strand. I mean, granted, the guy shot him in the face. And yeah. We kept him from his dying daughter. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Salazar is a good dude. Like, as selfish as he comes off, he's generally trying to do the most amount of good he can. Yeah. It's to make up for all the ghosts that he has in his head, too. I mean... You've had the episodes of that where he's dealt with the amount of ghosts of people that he killed from tortures. Tortured, yeah. yeah. Yeah, before the zombies. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to fix, which we need to find out who owned the warehouse beforehand because that's why he's trying to dismantle the, the traps is because this warehouse that he inherited from the owner before is the one that put all the traps up. Right. And well, and that's an interesting like I'm looking forward to seeing what that backstory is because it was Negan's. I mean, <laughs> it was Negan's. After the last two seasons, I'm not entirely sure we're gonna get the backstory, but we got hints at it. It was I inherited this from somebody. We don't know if that means that like he was friends with this person or he killed this person or whatever, but that person left a map of what all the traps they had set up and where supplies are. And like I want that backstory. What were you going to say, Mrs. Malice? I said, I was, I was saying where all the traps were was something that the previous owner did, too. That can of, I don't what was that? A can of cookies? Seems to be very, very important to the previous owner. Uh, the can that he was weirdly staring at and the camera focused on, that seemed to be Cortuna. Yeah. But there, no, I, there's not at least, that's what the, at least that's what the label was. Yeah. yeah, there's no tuna in there. No, I'm talking about the bigger can, not the little can. When he was heating up? No, not the one he was heating up. The one that was just sitting on the table. Yeah, it said albacore on it. That's yeah. 
but it's not going to have that in it. It's not going to yeah. be all. Tuna oh, and it's one of the big yeah. tuna cans, like not yeah. your. It was a big just, can. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out what it said, but yeah, it was albacore. But you know, yeah. jewelry or something. There's going to be something in there that's going to. There's got to be something that's valuable, valuable like, in the zombie apocalypse. Like old tooth. Give <laughs> <laughs> me back my dentures. Um, <laughs> Which we know, we know Salazar, Daniel has uh, dentures. Yeah, because he pulled them out before he started eating, which yeah. is like, whoa, hey. Totally. I, I did not see that. <laughs> At the beginning of the episode when he was right before he started I gotta, eating. I got to stop yeah. playing Candy Crush while I'm watching. He's like, he's like, he's like ah, okay, time to eat. And he knocks he on the table. He, he, he knocks on the table out, and the cat jumps up. And he taps on the table and Skid Mark jumps up there and they eat together. Oh. Yeah. But talking about you don't know how much of the last two years they're going to show. Well, we have our seventh Walking Dead spinoff sh- series now. And the title of it is just Salazar. <laughs> just, and you have to say it the way he says it. Salazar. No, it has to be Salazar and Skidmark. He won't have Skidmark two I mean, years Skidmark's ago. already on the Skidmark and Dog show. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Skidmark, my bad. You know, it's going to be like Rick and Daryl, but it's going to be Dog and Skidmark. And every once in a while, they'll Best fight friends for they'll life, fight like brothers against each other, just like. Well, they'll fight like dogs and cats <laughs> together, mass hysteria. Dog will fight. You took my oh. life from me. Totally <laughs> be like Rick and Daryl fighting, like you said, dogs and cats. And then afterwards, when Skidmark scratches Dog, Skidmark will be like licking on Dog's wound to take care of him. You know, like Rick and Daryl always made up. And, oh God! You mean how Rick licked Daryl's wounds? What are you talking about? Whoa! Where was this? <laughs> when did I miss this episode? Of- I did not those see that one. Those That's are the. the edit- it's that's the fanfic. Yeah, those are the edited scenes. They haven't released them yet. Wait till the box that's, comes out. That's rule 34 of the internet right there. <laughs> if it exists, there is porn of it. Edit porn. Uh, uh, um, yeah, so we find out finally why Daniel's pissed off at Strand. And it's the factor that he's just a straight up liar. Yeah, it's and not that he shot him in the face. No. Because Strand tries, that's the first approach Strand takes, is apologizing to Daniel for like, oh, I'm sorry I tried to kill you. And it's like, I don't care that you tried to kill me. You lied. You lied, and he's like, tell the story about Ophelia. About how, basically, by lying to Daniel, Daniel didn't get to his daughter in time, and... Yeah, he says, you cost me time that I could have had. I didn't get to tell her what I wanted to tell her. And just the fact that Strand even did that, that he hit the button, because Daniel says... I want to hear you say it. The fact that Strand just hits that button so Daniel can hear him telling the other people, this is how I have wronged this man. I think that is the point where Daniel in his head was like, okay, maybe he has actually changed. Like, this is, maybe maybe I don't have to kill this guy. That's what he was saying. Like, say it, say it. And that was, that was if, if, if Strand wouldn't have said it, if he would have like, because that was Strand. Strand was a salesman. He would have... He's here amongst people that don't know the story of what happened. Yeah, he could have bullshitted his way out somehow. And even if he didn't bullshit his way out, he could just bullshit it, period. And Daniel would know the truth, but he'd be like, Strand, you're the same because you can't even sit, you can't speak the truth in front of these people that are already thinking highly. And uh, Mrs. Malice, were you watching Coleman Domingo acting this scene at all? Because it it got me how good he was in that scene. Yeah, it was a really good scene. Like, it's funny because towards the end of this episode, like all the good acting like was there because everyone did a great job. 
So from the kids to the adults to the plane, <laughs> they all. <laughs> I just the look in his eyes, like when he he looks around, he looks at the people that he's going to have to tell this story. He glances at the radio, and you can see in his eyes, like crap. Okay, yeah, I have to do this now. And then he does, and you're like, wow, Strand has changed a little. Yeah. And then due to the cutting room floor stuff, which you didn't see, is Strand going, jokes on you, Daniel. We drank all your booze. They're not going to remember what I said. <laughs> yeah, I got these two drunk. They don't, <laughs> don't remember anything. <laughs> I, I kept them sober enough to like say a couple words on the radio. They are passed out now. So I'll say what you want. <laughs> um, jump back to the other group. Morgan and Alicia come to the rescue of Annie and Max. And we find out that Annie Max aren't the only children. This is the chil children of the zombie fields. It's the children of the zombie corn. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's why I said zombie fields. Because uh, I think we're the lost children of the zombie apocalypse. The lost children of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I kept which on thinking that. Because you learn that they're, you know, they're orphans. Which is now yeah. you can sing the Annie, you know, the sun will come up tomorrow. <laughs> you wait for that, weren't you? Whole well, no, yeah. Exactly. Stop <laughs> a zombie because there might not be a tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Make it stop. <laughs> uh, I could write. I, I, kept kept on, I, did, I, I did call it. it I did call it. They were part of their own little precious group. <laughs> I kept. I kept on waiting for Annie to to you know to look over her shoulder and be like, "Oh no, Miss Hannigan's coming." <laughs> Well, it explains how they were able to get those freaking fences up because I was like, there's yeah. no way two kids. They have I said that last episode. Either it, it was a long time and they meticulously built that over time, or it's a bigger group than we thought. Well, yeah, they had to be part of another group. But I didn't know that they were gonna be like the episode of, of Star Trek where they show up and all the adults are gone and and <laughs> I'm talking okay. to the original yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so are we thinking that these kids are the ones that have been building the bowel blockade the they entire are. time? Oh, yeah. Or have they just been fixing them? No, they are. The ones okay. Yeah. And Which, they're their own little group of little children warriors. I mean, their parents may have shown them, but then their parents got sick and died and well, turned bad. I feel like their parents got pretty well irradiated before they taught them stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense as kids to figure figure out the bowel blockage uh, fences because kids are the type that are going to be like, "Ooh, poke it, play with it. Ooh, let's tie it around this." And yeah, so yeah, they're playing. They're out there playing cat's cradle, and yeah, vary <laughs> in different ages too. It's not like it's like all ten year olds. So you could see multiple different ages of kids. So it's obviously there are older yeah. kids able to help do this. That's well, essentially all the children of the power plant. Yeah. 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 yeah, so um, then we get to back to Salazar because they're not giving up on him. They're not going to let him just walk and let himself get killed. He's walking down the road. Strand tells him this boombox of live recorded 1930s blues. Strand says they're coming. And they talk about how Wendell has been wanting to drop the hammer. And Salazar is like, what do you mean drop the hammer? Which is... Uh. The guns on the on the SWAT vehicle. Yeah, at which point Wendell can't get it up. Well, no, 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 no. What ends up happening is the the truck comes veering over right in front of Salazar, and they get ready to drop the hammer. To which Wendell goes, "Stop! Hammer time!" 
<laughs> Can't touch this. I was waiting. I was waiting so badly. <laughs> too that. legit. Uh, to, to quit. And then it doesn't work. Hug the truck. <laughs> yeah. He said, stop hammer time. Then it doesn't work. So he says, hammer, don't hurt me. Come on, work. And <laughs> I'm going through all of them because because the guns are not too legit because they don't work. They quit. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I know. It's no, weird, that's, but that's exactly why I made that joke. Yeah. I know. I had it all worded you out. Can, just so you could pick it up and run with it. Yeah. Keep, keep that joking it up. Keep going. Keep it oh, going. Yeah, yeah. No, I had I had it written. I had <laughs> hammer. Stop stop hammer time. Then I had hammer Hammer, don't, don't hurt them. And then because and they're then, not uh, too legit to quit. Yeah, the guns are not too legit to quit. Yeah. No, this was all written. This was all set up for the second I <laughs> the second oh, I behind the scenes folks, mess is the true genius of this show. Yes. I, the the real the, the major idiot of, of of bad jokery but uh yeah no i had it written down it was it was there for a reason it was nice i appreciate that peek behind the curtain <laughs> um to which strand comes to the rescue with the 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 plane on the long bed oh and- no first uh first sarah and wendell come to the rescue well trying well yeah trying to do that uh, never mind you know you're right no, they just he climbs right. underneath the tank and starts doing a ri- or underneath the uh the SWAT, the SWAT van starts doing the Rick, like stab yeah. the zombies under under the tank. Um, Which you would think you could build up enough blockage they couldn't get to you. Yeah, well, yeah, but Strand Strand comes up as the as the zombies come around, and once again, you stole my joke that I wrote down from earlier. That oh, no. Strand uh, Strand learned how to take out walkers from watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. Absolutely, but this was so much better than Raiders. It was a lineup of people just waiting to get into that sweet, sweet plane propeller chopping ride. Did you see the first one? Why is with this with this series? Why is it with every first zombie the head goes flying right up into the air? It's like the second time I saw that during this because season. it's funny. Up and spinning, I'm like, oh my god! And then it's all I'm like, oh my, this is a gruesome episode. Because <laughs> they're trying just, to make gruesome. Which- as as we cut to to Strand sitting in the, the the cockpit of that plane and just blood being splashed onto the windows yeah. in front of him, I was like, "Oh, this is gnarly." Yeah. And then exactly what happened is what went through my head. I'm like, "That thing's not. It's gonna get gunked up. It's going to the the propellers aren't gonna keep be able to. And that's what ends up happening. Yeah. And they're gonna get dinged and dented and bent. Yeah. Yeah. And it got jacked up, and I just—that's what I wrote down then again. Because as Daniel said, even if you're in, if you're trying to do the right thing, Strand, you ruin everything. And trying to do the right thing, he ruins <laughs> it again. Plane. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about it before. I don't think that plane was viable in the first place. I don't no. think so either. I don't think so either. I don't think they would have been able to get the. Gauges back in there correctly. And well, no, the gauges. They were going to get a lift. The gauges would have been fine. That's what I was trying to figure out: is how they were going to get the lift, unless unless there was some way to like crank the the. It's not like a kite, you know, where they're going to. Well, go no, but, but landing gear can sometimes be cranked down as opposed to just hydraulically coming down on its own. Yeah. So if they're able to crank each wheel and like get it off of the the thing as as it came down on on its on its tire, yeah. they could put it on blocks. Yeah. I guess if any of our fans know what kind of plane that was and if that is possible, they can let us know on Twitter. Well, it was definitely one that Strand is not partial to. He prefers <laughs> G7s or something. G6s. Yeah. G6s. Yeah. 
Well, and that's that was uh, I, I seven's had... too many. He doesn't want any more. Any more? No, you don't need any more G's. Than six. More than yeah. six, sixes in his G. <laughs> but they uh, a couple weeks ago. I haven't been able to watch Talking Dead for a couple of weeks. But uh, it's Domingo, not running right now. That's why. Oh, it's not okay. Uh, Coleman Domingo was talking about how like, oh man, I want to see Strand flying a plane. And then the 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 new writers were talking about, oh yeah, we have a plane in the first scene uh, of the of the season. Coleman Domingo's not going to be. Yes, yeah. so we finally got him in a cockpit, and he still doesn't get to fly the plane. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we find out the kids. They try and tell the kids, "Come with us. We're speaking the truth. We'll take care of you." Kids We're alone here. You can tell us. Yeah. These kids talk about how they can't leave, and then I don't know why they can't leave because my wife kept talking to me during that part of the episode. So. Okay. Uh, well, my impression was because. Um, uh, what's his name? Morgan started talking to Alicia about how when his wife first died towards the beginning, he couldn't leave the area. He couldn't yeah. kill her, but he couldn't leave. So essentially, I think what he was trying to say was these kids can't leave because their parents all got zombified, but they're still in this area. They can't kill them, but they can't leave because they want to be near their parents. Exactly. Yeah, that's I, what I, he was trying yeah. to say. I, I, all, all I heard, that what I was talking about was Annie said we can't leave, and then she said something else, and I don't know what she said, and that's why I was like, I don't, I don't know if, if she said the reason that they couldn't leave, but okay, so then I, I got no, that. she she really didn't, yeah, no, not really, yeah, okay, so group two has a new sanctuary, sanctuary outside of um, <laughs> outside of the denim factory, they got Daniel's warehouse, and Daniel moves on to create. Walking Dead spinoff number eight, Salazar. So, um... <clears throat> okay, Quasimodo. Salazar. <laughs> and Jack Dallas is joining our, joining in the background to call me Quasimodo. <laughs> which is sad. Girl <laughs> called me that once that thought I looked weird. Thank you for drumming up bad memories. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna what cry, bitch. I'm gonna cry. See, I gotta do you now. <laughs> He already walked away. <laughs> um, Morgan gives Alicia his backstory, which is what you were talking about. Like, you know, can't leave. You can't. It's not so much that you can't leave. It's so much that you don't want to put him down. You know, you're not supposed to, but, you know, you just can't. You can't do it. And we get, and we get some of that painful Morgan backstory of like, you know, the what's implied is if I had just taken care of my dead wife at the time, my boy Dwayne might still be alive. To which, uh, while they're talking, Max Max decides to get it on the phone. He says, stop. Hammer time. No. Um, he says, stop. Drop. And roll. <laughs> and roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, he just, stop. Drop. Set him up. Open up shop. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So <laughs> he tells everybody to get down. Oh. Because, oh. <laughs> I know that's a rough rider's I've done enough singing today already on this cast. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, proceed. <laughs> that's a rough rider's roll. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I but work like that if, so I can run into it. If you can't bark like DMX, you can't sing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that is not a DMX. That's more monkey. No. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds was, like a group dying gorilla. Yeah, no, that was that was more uh, uh, Jason. What's his name in uh, Mallrats? <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, 
God, I'm, I, I've lost. Yeah, he, he gets everybody to get down on the ground because lo and behold, uh, Mrs. Mouse's favorite thing, a helicopter <laughs> from The Walking Dead flies up into the air with the three circles on it. And now, we don't know if it's the same helicopter, but it has exactly the same markings as the one that the group that we know. Rickaway. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure think... there's more than one helicopter, considering how many helicopters we've seen in the previous episodes. I would assume. Of I would assume they do. I would think. I would think you're right. What's what's your what's your law of averages? How many how many helicopters do you think they have? One per one per uh, per group. They have of... ten. <laughs> I was gonna say seven. Yeah. Ten. One of them got well. Okay, no nine. One of them crashed. Okay. Well, is that how many they have, or how many we've seen in both shows over time? Um, I have to go back and watch them all and count them, but I'm pretty sure it's oh, ballpark seven, seven or eight. Yeah, eight. sounds about right to me. This is like uh, trying to count the M and M's in the jar. You don't know how many are there. You're just oh, making- I'm so I will go back and rewatch every single episode of The Walking Dead. And- we know you will. Piece of paper, Mark. I'll put it on the helicopter. I just tell you. She's looking for VIN numbers on the on the the. Each helicopter. Oh, this one was tan in color because the marking on it. She's got the Matrix plug in the back of her head. She knows how to fly each one of them now. <laughs> I'm I'm in control of the helicopters. <laughs> I know kung fu. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, Mr. Reeves. No, you do not. Which once again, uh, I just put. I, I honestly believe I know she's going to show back up, but I honestly believe the more and more they do this and have Al with this group, Al's going to be in the Rick movie, which makes makes sense to me because Maggie I would Grace, like that. Well, Maggie Grace is the biggest name that came to Walking Dead, which makes sense to put her into the films. Um, and the other thing I is definitely enjoy that. Yeah, so I I I think it'll happen. They still think that. Um, so your prospects for for Alan this show are not good then. My prospects for Alan the show is that she'll be leaving the show at some point, not dying, but leaving. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ending up in the. She'll be the she'll be the attachment from this show into the Rick films. Right. Which would connect both shows to the movies. Which right. So it's going to be like they find her, but they can't quite rescue her, and she ends well, up into wherever. Here's, here's why you put Alan to the films. Al ends up in the Rick films, which then means she videotapes, which then means a video pops back up in season 10 of Rick. Somebody finds it. Michonne finds the tape. Now the reason that Michonne leaves season season 10, because that's supposed to be her last season, is to go out and find Rick, because now she finds out he's alive because she sees a tape of him. That makes makes total sense. I'm totally agreeing with that. that If you you have not yet been hired as a writer for Walking Dead, you should be. That's a. Cool that's the only thing I could think of. I, I'm, you know. Question, no, that's it's interconnected. It's complex. That's really good. Is Maggie though too with that group, or did she go? Or is that that's group? Part of that? She's coming back next season. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, Whiskey Cavalier got canceled. She's back. Yeah. I miss, I miss my Maggie. Yeah, I guarantee she's back next season. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only reason I think that Al's going to end up on the films with Rick, and that was the other Easter egg that happened in this series. The, the cigar, which where Salazar was like, you can take everything but this. And everybody's thinking that's an Easter egg to that Daniel did know Abraham because he said he was holding on to it till a good time to celebrate with the, the owner. 
the person who gave yeah. it to me. And I was wondering about that. Abraham had the box of cigars. It looks very similar to the boxes, the same type of cigars that Abraham had. So everybody's thinking, everybody's thinking as an Easter egg that it was Abraham. Was that the, would be so okay. sad. That would be so sad. If that's the it just that just reminded me. I have a Cuban cigar that I need to work on. <laughs> oh, that would make me so sad if that was like Abraham's bunker. That would explain why all the military stuff too. I don't think it would be, because. It, I don't think it'd be Abraham's bunker though, because he said he was setting up like he was like killing the people to set up the traps and stuff. And Abraham's not the type that would do that. No. True. So, but Abraham's not setting up machine guns pointed at store doors. That's true. But he was from Texas. They were in Texas. It was you know there's they could have came across each other and that's yeah. That. Um, He's waiting to meet up with Abraham. Good call. That makes me sad. That's what everybody's thinking, and they think it's an Easter egg towards that and stuff. Yeah. So that's sad though. You guys, we, you guys said we couldn't get an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was looking at the time. I was like, oh, we did. Edited down 52 minutes. Hour. The amount of terrible jokes, it'll be 30 minutes long. Um, <laughs> That's what we do. Well, no. we Okay. So they did They did have, uh, I just want to touch on a quick thing. Um, they did touch on talking about the fear of the walking dead and where everybody, if they're going to appear in the, the Rick film um, and some of the, some of the cast talked about it. Ruben's Ruben blades said that uh, if any, anybody were to appear in the Rick movie, it would be Al. Nice. And he said, he hopes they sneak Salazar in there to go rescue Al is what he wants. Yes. Um, I would love that. That would be great. And then Charlie, just give me more Ruben blades all the time. Alexa Nesenson, I can't pronounce her last name because you say guys that again. If you guys watch the All Things Nerd podcast every Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Malice you'll learn I can't pronounce names. Copy and paste that into our chat and I will try to pronounce it. Nice. What that is. Nisenson. Alexa Nisenson. N I S E N S O N. Nisenson. 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 Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a different one. Probably, yeah, but that's Charlie. That's the, the actress that plays Charlie. That's her name. Um, she says, and I can I can just pop in there a little. And uh, Blade Ruben Blades responded with, "Absolutely, we'll both go together because we make a good team. They make an amazing team. Great team." And uh, they asked if there's another Rick and Morgan reunion in the works. Lenny James said he's up for it. He said, "I had a great time working with Andy." I'd work with him any day of the week. So any opportunity to be back in front of the camera, hanging out on set with him, I would absolutely jump at it. Uh, I think last week, I want to see those two actors do something in their natural accents. And Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then they proceeded to ask the rest of the Walking Dead cast who they would want to cross over or meet with from uh, the Fear of the Walking Dead cast want to cross over meet with from the Walking Dead. Maggie Grace said, Carol. She thinks Alan Carroll would see eye to eye, having gone through similar isolated journeys. They're very both. Uh, they're very pragmatic and just get done what needs getting done. That would be great. Uh, the girl that Alexa Nysenson, who plays Charlie once again, said Judith Grimes because they could be little kickassers together or ass kickers wow. together. <laughs> kickassers works. Yeah, uh, Blades said Daryl or Negan. Daryl because they're both loners who would relate to each oh. other. Mm-hmm. Now and, I want Ruben Blades and Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the same scene. And right. he, because he used to be a very ruthless man who's changing into someone kinder, just like Salazar. Mm-hmm. And then Karen David, who plays Grace, said if there was a Morgan spinoff movie, 
it would have to be called the return of Momo because he's Momo. But show show. <laughs> so just a little interesting. Uh, I'm not interview. sure she gets a voice. She's uh, she's been on one episode so far. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta assume she's going to pop back up, but yeah. yeah. It's a little interesting little article talk with Fear the Walking Dead. I mean, who would you want to see from Fear actually end like meet from the Walking Dead series? I want to see Dwight meet Daryl. Wait, nope. <laughs> Dwight wants Daryl to come over to Fear the Walking Dead. So I just want interesting. I want to see Alicia meet. No, you if you have something, go for it. I'm I'm spitting. I want Luciana to meet Michonne because they both are denies, and deny is such a unique name. <laughs> deny that squared. They both denies talk next to each other would just be. I know they're spelled differently. One's with an I, one's with a Y, but that's just the coincidence. You know, I want I'd to like see, see a Maggie and Alicia combo. That would be awesome. Together, because that would... their their characters. Are they're so the same yet so different? Fighting, and, yeah. fighting control of the hilltop. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, because they both lost family members they were close to, yet Alicia took a different path than Maggie did. So it would be a great combo to see those two communicate with each other on screen. I was going to go somewhere similar. I was going to say Alicia and Aaron because they're just diametrically opposed in the way they approach the world. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really interesting team up just to see how they interacted with each other. You know, both they both reacted to loss of, of their close family or loved ones in radically different ways. Hmm. Yeah. I would like one other person would be Wendell and um, our person that we hated that came back around Mr. Mr. Short in the front party in the back. Oh, Eugene? Eugene, because Wendell and Eugene would be fantastic. Conversation from Eugene about Wendell's wheelchair when it like gets like when he can make it like do the spikes and stuff. Like they, if that we was... want, if we want to talk conversation with Eugene, we got to go with the sister Sarah. We got to with Mo, Mo Collins talking with Eugene because they both have such unique dialect styles. That would oh be... yeah, I could get it on that, but the factor of the engineering. Yes. Of what, how Eugene would geek out over Wendell's chair. <laughs> that would, that would be, okay, the mess up. Looks like you got yourself combo. some nice spikes there. Uh, let's see if we can jerry rig that up real quick. Okay, so the mess up combo to me would be Wendell and Negan because you know Negan would dog down on that chair. <laughs> oh, Negan would make all the inappropriate jokes. Oh, yes, he would. <laughs> Which. Leads back to one last thing on terms of the Easter egg about the cigar, since you brought up Negan. If it were true to form and he knew Abraham and he was holding on to the cigar waiting for a better time to smoke it with Abraham and then Daniel comes across Dwight and learns that Dwight worked for Negan who killed Abraham, then it would create a very interesting uh, dynamic. Interesting, Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. loop. It would take a lot to get to that point, but, but no, actually, no, it wouldn't because Morgan knows that he works in, in, and if he found out that he knew Abraham from a tape, and then Morgan, yeah, like, oh Negan. yeah. No, hold on. It's not Negan that kills Abraham. It's Dwight that kills Abraham. Mm, nope. On the railroad tracks. In the comic, that's, right? 
Yeah, in the comic book. That's right. Okay, no, because he kills one. Yeah, not in the show. In the show, in the yeah, show he killed right. Denise he on the tracks. The bat. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the show, he killed Denise. But it, it could be back to if Daniel ended up with the group, well, he's, which he's going to be with the group, and then it ended up that they found out from like one of Al's tapes or something that he knew Abraham, and then Morgan's like, "Sorry to say, he he how, died." How many tapes does she have on her? Because I thought stored in the SWAT vehicle. A lot. I don't think she has a lot on her. I think they are like in yeah. the SWAT vehicle and in, in the. Yeah, I think she's carrying like. I mean, her previous tapes to watch, yes. I think, are, are at yeah, the. They're, they're stored and safe, yeah. And, at the, and I mean, you know, she she has to carry at least some on her just to get, yeah. you know, yeah, whatever she runs into. Yeah, no, she's going to have some in the bag and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't mean she's going to, she doesn't keep all of her previous videos. And that's what I was saying. If you find the Abraham tape, which you've already seen a tape that says Abraham on it, mm-hmm. and that comes across, Daniel's like, this is who was the cigar was for. And Morgan goes, he passed away. He died. He was with my group. And Dwight's like, I was working for the man that killed him. Then Daniel's like, what? <laughs> so. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a, 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 a it, they would have to strain to get it, but it could be really interesting to see that happen. And Jack, that needs to happen. Jack, he says, was that clue for Fear the Walking Dead edition? It was Negan with the bat at the dumpster. <laughs> there needs to be a clue Walking Dead edition now. I know, that- right? Oh my God, I was so on it. I want to yeah. see what the other rooms would be. Lucille would be a weapon. And of then course. You, take, you take Alicia's uh, gun barrel as a uh, weapon. Rick's Colt 45. Rick's Colt 45. Morgan's Morgan katana. Michonne's katana. Yeah, I mean. Ooh, I think we just created a new game. Oh, hell yeah. So uh, Hasbro, or whoever makes that game, if you ever do a Clue <laughs> Walking Dead edition, you'll. Uh, yeah, you got Sanctuary. You've got, out, you've got Alexandria. You've got. Atlanta. Um, yeah, you got Hilltop, and then you've got, <laughs> you've got the prison. You've got the, you can do the different. It could be a map of of the areas that. Are- oh, what was the what was the place? Uh, who who arrives survives the uh, the the train track place. Terminus. Terminus. Yes. Longer because I was having too much fun watching you try and figure out the exact phrasing of it, but. Yeah, that was fun to watch. Terminus. <laughs> but it started with terminus where they killed the penguins so they could be on Gotham. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm uh, three and a half seasons in. Jack says flowers would be one of the areas. Flowers. flowers. <laughs> Looking at flowers would be one of the. It was Carol with the gun in the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever pick the Carol card, it's only ever with the gun in the flowers. Yeah. Okay. That's actually, it's a lot of things. Because the, uh, they they challenged me to do an hour, and we got to an hour. We actually went over by ten minutes. So, um, thank you guys. Thank you for joining us for the cast. If you if you're listening to this, as always, uh, make sure to drop a review, drop a comment, let us know what you thought of the episode, what you thought of our bad jokes, and drop a couple bad jokes yourself into the uh, the chat room so we can have fun. We'll read if there's some great ones. We'll read them off uh, next week on next week's cast. Um, Let's talk about where you can follow everybody before I tell you where you can follow the rest of the site and whatnot. Uh, I see Zora, where can people follow you outside of this listening or viewing pleasure, <laughs> whatever? Outside of this particular recap, uh, I am at I see Zora on Twitter, Instagram, and PlayStation Network. I have recently started accepting the friend requests I've gotten on PlayStation Network, so I'm up to date on that now. Nice. Mrs. Malice. 
I like to point out that no, it won't be me with an axe looking at the flowers, Mr. Malice. That's what he said in the chat room was it was Mrs. Malice with an axe looking at the flowers. Well, first he said looking at the floors, then he said flowers <laughs> at the flowers. So yeah, you can follow me at Walking Dead Mal One on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. If you tell me looking at the flowers, aka floor. <laughs> If you, tell, if you tell Miss, if Jack Malice tells Mrs. Malice that she killed people looking at the floors, then that leads to like he's telling you to clean the floors, which I think would mean that you'd kill him because he can't force you into cleaning the floors. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> it's Mrs. Malice with the mop in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Do your own damn floors. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. So you can follow this cast on Twitter at uh, Malice Corp, or you can check us out at our other podcast Twitter handle, which is All Nerd Podcast. And uh, you can check us out on our website at malice-corp.com, where we have many other podcasts to listen to. All you got to do is click on podcast and other media on the website, and you can see all the different shows that we do. You can listen to them on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts, at podcast.com, or YouTube or here on Twitter. all the places that podcasts live. In, not all the places because then that'd be like thirty places. That's why I don't most of the places that podcasts live. All Some the other places that podcasts live. All the important places. If you can find it, it's important. That's that's how you know. That's how you know. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, please rank us five stars. Like, subscribe. Let us get interactive with you. We just lost four stars for that. <laughs> so, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mest underscore Malice Corp or on Instagram at Mest 5150. Thank you once again. I'm wearing a different hat, but even still, we're all infected. This says, what would Daryl do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would Daryl do if you were infected? I would in this cast a lot better. You guys stay safe, keep nerding on, and we will see you next week. Carry on. <laughs>